Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. My name is Patty, and I'm here with Chingai. Hey, Chingai. Hi. Well, hello. Thanks, guys, for hanging in there. We we took a bit of a breather. Thanks for your patience. I, I happened to move house in the past week, so I was a bit busy with that. But it doesn't mean we haven't been watching a shit ton of Hallmark while that was happening. We've been watching more. <laughs> We've been watching more. We have been watching more. <laughs> and I guess we're still somehow, and I hate to use this term, this new normal. Things we've missed, at least for me on my end, is that I kind of missed watching sports. Sports is just slowly coming back into my life. My favorite football, the Premier League, has restarted. But, you know, that was just this week. So it's been a drought of sports. So it's funny that this episode focuses on a surprising Hallmark trope. We didn't realize there were so many or enough to populate an episode. Sports-themed Hallmark movies. Whether they are athletes or local town heroes who are athletes and so on. So many athletes, so little time. And today we'll be covering five of those movies. So we've got a couple Andrew Walker movies. I mean, why not? He looks like our favorite jock. Always gonna say yes to Andrew Walker. Always say he can be a chef, a jock, a vineyard guy. I'll buy it. So here we'll see two Andrew Walkers. We have one movie from our favorite queen, Rachel A. Cook, and some surprising movies as well. I wouldn't say who the stars are because you wouldn't probably know. I I, I didn't even know them before they came, came on these movies. So uh, exciting times ahead. Those surprising movies that sneak up on you, I, I feel like that's how sports movies are with me. I didn't expect to enjoy any sports movie because I'm not really a yeah I'm not a spectator <laughs> kind of person. Like I'm not like fully into sports, but yeah, it surprised me because like I actually like a lot of these movies. I mean, that's a great omen for our listeners <laughs> coming from the disaster. <laughs> Building it up. <laughs> we hope we didn't hype it too much, but coming from the disaster that was travel, which we both love, like you'd think two avid, you know, at least wannabe travelers would love the travel movies and they kind of maybe let us down a bit. So for one of us who isn't into sports and one who's kind of new to this whole sports thing, we were shockingly surprised, pleasantly surprised. I think the trick here is... Um, not to have any expectations <laughs> when it comes to Hallmark movies, except for Andrew Walker. Except for Andrew it's Walker. It's okay to expect with him. Yes. And and so with that, I guess, guys, get those, I don't know, what, what do you do when you watch sports? Beer? <laughs> Crack open a beer yeah, and I get your, your, your side. <laughs> hot dogs. Your hot dogs and your whatever sports metaphor. Get in the game. And so... <laughs> We start. Uh, Chingai, do you want to kick us off with our first movie? All right. Our first movie stars one of our favorites, Rachel Lake Cook and Niall Matter. So the movie is Frozen in Love. When struggling bookstore owner Mary and the bad boy of professional hockey, Adam, are teamed together to help facilitate an image makeover for the other, they soon realize that opposites attract and they find themselves unexpectedly frozen in love. <laughs> This is a bookstore. All bookstores have coffee. We don't have coffee. They're polar opposites. You need to do something big to save the bookstore. You are going to work with her to repair your image. But when these two collide... Arrogant. Uptight. Can love... You are spending a lot of time together. Break the ice. You were the one who said you were open to new ideas. <laughs> Frozen in love. I think that Hallmark, Hallmark brings in the sports movies during winter time because... 
surprisingly, they're they're all they're all winter sports basically. And yeah, here we have Frozen in Love, which is a hockey a hockey movie. I don't know anything about hockey. I didn't even watch the Mighty Ducks. What? So, yeah, Ew. I've never seen it. Okay, Shanghai. Homework. Please watch the Mighty Ducks. It is a. <laughs> I only okay. I only know Wayne Gretzky. That's about it. I, I know Canada loves hockey because Canada. But I admit it's not a sport I know a lot about. But the Mighty Ducks, we all know. So that's all you need. That's to know all about you need hockey. to know. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact: I've never seen it, <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen Frozen in Love. <laughs> all, all you need. Okay, let's just start off with the jobs. So. Rachel Cook manages on the same page bookstore with her brother, which I feel is super adorable. I love, I, I mean, it's a common job in the Hallmark universe, <laughs> but I love it every time it comes up. So she's managing this, this fledgling bookstore, which is kind of like Meg Ryan in You've Got Mail. And suddenly this hockey player, who she doesn't know, walks in, orders a coffee because it's a bookstore. And of course, there's no coffee in this in this old-fashioned bookstore so i like that kind of banter showcasing their contrasting personalities i feel like you know all bookstores have coffee no we don't all of that so i think the meet cute went pretty well how about you no i really liked it expectations are a bit high for me whenever it's Rachel lake because alongside autumn racer she's one of my queens of hallmark she just gets things right and i i did so her name in this uh movie is mary and her brother, who she owns, co-owns the bookstore with or whatever, is named Tyler, which is... And they do call it out in the movie, like, Mary Tyler Moore and all that, which I thought was fun. So I thought that this movie had, like, a lot of pop culture-ish references and, like, call-outs mm. to bookstores having... Like, it was very self-aware, bookstores having mm. coffee. Or, like, I know they mentioned, like, podcasts because, like, they were trying to rehab someone's image, uh, the, the hockey guy's image. So they were mentioning podcasts right. and, like, live readings. Like, I thought it was very in the moment like maybe it'll be dated down the line but i thought it was cute because they were trying to modernize in a way a very quaint bookstore setting the meet cute was cute because i'm not necessarily niall matter's biggest fan but in this movie same he does cocky well and then so they meet in the bookstore and they were like oh annoying annoying but then they do the reveal same like good pearl in paradise when they do the reveal of like oh this is the person i have to work with in the marketing in the pr person's office like i thought that was cute that reveal so above above average for me in terms of meet cute they they do banter and you can see it already so well they pl- play off each other really well and i think that's exactly the fuel needed by the conflict of this movie which is where the store needs a PR push because it is like a <laughs> a dying store, and he needs a he needs PR too because of his twelve game suspension. So they they the two of them end up hiring the same PR agency, and of course they they're brought together because each needs like a an image rehabilitation that the other that that the other can bring. And I think that in terms of Hallmark movies, this is a pretty solid conflict point. They didn't complicate it too much. It was simple enough for everyone to follow. There wasn't a lot of, you know, (laughs) unnecessary plot points here. It was simple, straightforward. I liked it. No, I agree. Uh, I agree with you on the simplicity. It's love-hate, 
because you know two people that hate each other who fall in love like it's such a simple trope but it's so effective when it's just the sole focus and i feel like this is one of the better written ones because there were like we have this like criteria of like the no nonsense like like the annoying plot line and there weren't too many annoying plot lines in this one which is rare for hallmark so snaps for hallmark for perfecting this conflict Okay, from from conflict we move on to like chemistry and and the almost kiss. I didn't I didn't think there was too much of an almost kiss kind of thing going on. I mean they they did spend a lot of time with each other because of you know because of work and all of that, going to dinner at the ring, all these hockey things, and there was that like small town event called the Winterfest party. <laughs> which, which Hallmark loves to do all the time. You know, it's like a box race and all of this. But I feel like they could have upped it more. I mean, they, the chemistry was already there. So maybe they could have, you know, they could have capitalized on that a little more. And that's why I think it wasn't one of my better rated movies. I mean, again, this is the spectrum of very high. All these movies, I have <laughs> to say, performed very well. But I was expecting so much more from a Rachel Cook movie that you're right, there wasn't too much almost kissing. Like for me, like it was a cute moment in the rink. I am very bad at ice skating. And this one has like, it's not necessarily figure skating. We'll get to that later on Love and Ice. But I really, I think what caught me off guard is how charming Niall Matter was. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I didn't, mm-hmm. like he was, I'm, I, I get the, the bad boy trope, you know, and all that. But I didn't realize he could do it so well. There, there were, there were like little, yeah. a lot of little moments, like you know, catching each other's eye, all of that. That were, I think, like nice small moments, but there wasn't like this big overarching almost yeah. kiss, like on the edge of your seat. Exactly, kind of thing. there wasn't like an intense buildup. It was more steady. So I would consider this mm-hmm. again one of the and and still enjoyable, like a love on the menu, a more mellow, realistic banter everyday kind of romance which is also very much welcome in my book the thing with that is like love on the menu with Kevin smith it's like you you kind of expect that from him it's like very mellow mature <laughs> but with this because you have racial cook and you're expecting a lot yeah. from her you know yeah. like she they could have done more anyway anyway <laughs> anyway Overall, for me, the movie was great. You know, she she was executive producer in this one. Oh. So this is what happens when, you know, you get a great actress and then she's involved in the production. Like, things just, they step it up, I think. I love it. And I, I, I didn't yeah. know that. Thank you for that fun fact. Mm-hmm. See, look, when, when, Kavan, yeah. when Kavan writes, you know, the script or when a, a great actress is an executive producer, things go well. So kudos to Hallmark. I, I gave this like way above, like almost like, I think I'm almost like a 4.5 for me. And uh, I was a 4.4. Yeah, 4.4. Yes, almost for my, I rounded up, but g- good job. I think like the only, like, I guess like she looked cute in her coats and I, I was kind of annoyed with like my, this is just me nitpicking. Like I liked, the ex who was the manager because I like that she kept calling him out on his bullshit but you'll also see recurring actors here and it was fun because the I think his hockey teammate here is also yep. the teammate in Love on the Sidelines I think yep. so it was yep. just like nice little easter eggs of the sport clearly and that guy was cute that guy was cute he was but he was also in our he was in another movie where he wasn't cute he was in The Sweetest Heart wasn't he? Was he the other dude there? He was, yes. I can't. And I hated him in The Sweetest oh, Heart. Well, but Kier, here, 
clearly so he good sports yes, is his genre. Sports is his genre. He does athletes well. Yeah. I'm gonna look up his like a name because I propose later on that he star in his own Hallmark sports movie yeah. because he does well. That's my last point on Frozen in Love. I was more focused on him whenever he'd go on the screen. I'm like, ooh, he's back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, another... I, I mean, I guess the extras were popping up yeah. here because Rachel Aikok and her brother have like this really yeah. bond yeah. and relationship but to me, he could just kind of look like a fake Justin Long. Which <laughs> 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 is kind of distracting. Yeah, no, the, brother, the brother plot line and the entire family plot line i wasn't like okay whatever yeah we didn't need i didn't that, need that yeah. i also didn't need too much focus on the children that he had to coach again you'll notice i'm just always annoyed with the kids sorry guys but yeah yeah overall really enjoyable though so coming from one queen to a king of hallmark uh we move on to our next movie the perfect catch stars our number one bay andrew walker and another queen in my heart nikki deloach so again two humongous Hallmark stars coming together. They're like the Brangelina. They are the Brangelina Hallmark. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So I was so the expectation level for me of fireworks is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <gasps> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's get back to reality here. So the perfect catch, uh, the plot line is so when her high school boyfriend, a superstar baseball player, returns to town. A single parent, Nikki Deloach, finds the inspiration to reinvent her struggling diner and revisits the past to find something even better for the future. I hope everyone enjoys this year's spring fling. He was the hometown hero. Sorry about that one pitch, man. Till life. Chase. Jessica. Threw him a curve. <laughs> so, are there any fireworks left in high school? You smile at Chase a lot. That's what it feels like before a big game. Pretty much the perfect catch. And it's always good to have no expectations when you come into Hallmark movies, but this one, like, I, it, my expectations were high. Let's just put it there, okay? It's Andrew, it's Nikki, and I have to say, they did, they were pretty cute with their meet cute. So, in the meet cute, this baseball player Andrew Walker plays is having a tough time with his arm. And I think overall, because it's baseball, I don't really know too much about the game. I know that it takes long and forever we both read this book called whatever <laughs> evie drake goes something yeah evie drake yeah it's by L linda holmes right yep okay i got the author right anyway the ba the baseball player was also the lead there so i kind of had that like in my head and that that book had so much chemistry so i was kind of like thinking of that book while watching this movie and he comes home to this his hometown and he's kind of being incognito because he's going through some stuff except that he goes to her diner and he's eating there and when she serves him his food, she's like taken aback that it's her ex. And like she ends up throwing the omelet in the air. And he, uh, uh, like Andrew and Nikki, just on first scene together, you know it could be something. You know that, you know why they are at the top of their game. What did you think? They are, yeah. So in this movie, um, they were high school sweethearts, right? Yes. He was the spring king and he, she was the spring queen. And they are... The king and queen of Hallmark, they as are. we they said, really because they they did this they did this meet cute perfectly for me. The surprise and shock in their eyes when they met at the diner was perfect. Yeah, it couldn't have it couldn't have been done any better for me. They brought it. They brought it, and I think they continue to bring it. But again, I think the the unifying at least for me, I'm getting ahead of myself. But my expectations were just so high, and it's not like they weren't 
almost there. It's just that I think my expectations were too high. So that's on me. The conflict of this entire movie was actually also kind of simple. I mean, it's a sports movie. So he is a big baseball star. So he was technically just waiting to get... I guess, go back into spring training. He wasn't sure if he still had a career. So the basic premise is whether he should stay in the small town uh, and be with her and her son. And I think that they did that conflict quite straightforward. Obviously, spoiler, he stays. (laughs) But (laughs) (laughs) so it was just like nice. And I guess for him to come to terms with the fact that more than his career, you know, love is important. So yeah, I, I liked it. I, I'm a sucker. I'll, I'll do anything Andrew says. Absolutely, me too. They, they had this line that I, that I wrote, because this is a favorite of Hallmark. See, so, I mean, the trope is familiar. You know, it's like high school sweethearts, should I stay or should I go kind of thing. But they did say second chances like this don't come by every day. Boom! <laughs> and it's like the cheesiest thing. But then when it comes from like their mouths, I'll buy it. It's fine. <laughs> and it's true. Second chances like this don't come by every day. There you go. It's a trope for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> As you notice, Andrew can sell anything, honestly. The only thing he couldn't sell for me was that haircut. I'm, gonna, yes. I'm calling it out. Oh, but okay. I watched this three times. <laughs> the first the first time I could not get I, I couldn't get on with the hair. The second time I was like, okay, I'm not I'm not it, it's not that bad. The third time I wasn't even looking at the hair. So yeah, to be fair, you know, watch it yeah. watch it enough times and, and yeah, you're gonna get me sold on that hair. So I watched it twice, <laughs> right? Like I did a review last night and you're right, I messaged you last night to be like, the hair is growing on me. <laughs> And growing is the is appropriate exactly. term because it was pretty, pretty yeah, so just to describe to you guys, Chinkai, do you want to describe what the hair, what he was trying to achieve with this hair? It's a very 90s uh, Pat- Patrick Garcia <laughs> hair. And this wasn't done in the no. 90s. So like, so why? Why? It was an, why was it was an hair apple like that? cut I that I couldn't understand. <laughs> but you know what's crazy is that in this first scene, when they show like him walking out of his like baseball career or whatever, and he's on TV, his hair was normal. His hair was like slicked back and like a better. So I was like, why, why the maybe, switch? Maybe it was like depression hair oh. because like, you know, he was having like, I like it. I like it. Anyway. Work trouble. I'm not going to cut my yeah. hair. I, okay, okay. It was, you know, it's part of the character. So, okay, fine. Fine, Andrew. We forgive you. There's a reason why I watch Hallmark movies, and it really is for the almost kiss and for the chemistry. And they brought it in spades. As you know, and I've mentioned 10 million times in three episodes, is that I love a dance. And they gave me a dance. So I'm all in. Of course, they have a event in the town wherein they had to go and he got auctioned off or whatever. And her friends help her or like purchase him in the auction and they do a dance and I, I die. I, I'm okay. I'm done. They, 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 they just went, they just went in for the kiss. Yes, exactly. It wasn't, Almost. it wasn't teasing. It was just, okay, let's just kiss. Yeah. And that was like not even near the end yet of the movie, which I appreciate because no. then other things can happen. So I love it when Hallmark turns its almost kisses on the head and, you know, surprises you. So yes, blown away. Andrew and Nikki, chemistry. Yes, yes, yes. They are the, they are the Hallmark all-stars. <laughs> and, you know, Andrew, Andrew's done like every character in the Hallmark playbook. So this time he's like pretty cocky. Yeah. And I like how I, I generally don't don't really pay attention to family <laughs> storylines. But then I mean this one this one I kinda bought where he's like this cocky baseball 
you know, pro player, but then his dad puts him in his place and, you know, he has issues with that. And that's fine. I mean, it was okay. Nikki was super lovable. And even the kid was okay. The kid <laughs> was not bad, but he's still yeah. a kid. So dismissed for me. Sorry. I, I like how hands-on Nikki was as a mom. Like, you know, a bit too hands-on with like the coaching, but you get it. I think I told you last night too, when I was just messaging you on my second watch, the ex... Or the current, technically. she Wow, she was currently mm-hmm. with this dude. I just realized, was she cheating? Did they break up already when they kissed at the dance? Am I thinking of I another remember. movie? <laughs> <laughs> Could, be. Could be. Oh my gosh. No, but yeah, the ex wasn't so as annoying. Like the insurance guy, current guy, ex, I don't know. I forget what he is, but... He looked like a normal dude. He didn't look too sleazy. They could have sleazed him up because they usually make the current or the other guy a bit sleazier. But this one, they didn't. And I appreciated that as well. I, I noted one thing oh. about Andrew Walker. Oh. And he... I don't know if I just noticed it in this movie. Or, yeah, I'm, I probably just paid attention here. But he does the thing with the almost kiss or, like, the all those scenes where you, you see them getting close. He does the thing where, you know, he kind of looks up and then looks down. Like, he looks at her eyes, then he looks at her lips, then he looks at her eyes, and he's like, you know that you know I that know thing? that. Yes! He does it. He does it, he does it really well. And it's, mm-hmm. it's such a subtle, like, up-down, up-down of his, like, pupils. But yes. you, when, when the camera is so close to that perfect face of Andrew Walker, you notice this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, gosh, he's a, he's a cutie. He is. He's a king. If, if you're new to Hallmark and you don't know who Andrew Walker is, to me, he is Chris Evans, but naked Hallmark. Oh my gosh, that's true. These are all American Captain America. He's Captain Hallmark. Mm-hmm. He is Captain Hallmark. Yep. Oh, adorable. So yeah, again, this movie is quite, like, really good. Overall, I really, really enjoyed it. I think it's just that, again, my expectations were too high and the hair was distracting at some points, but my petition is bring Andrew Walker and Nikki again together in another Hallmark movie because honestly, this can be just like, you know how love teams in the Philippines just keep rehashing and rehashing. Same actor, same pair, but like different movies. I'm all in. Just do it. Just do it. Just give why, it to us. Why mess with something that's super perfect, Agreed. right? Just, just, keep, just keep bringing it back. So overall, really, really, really good. A must watch. Must watch. <laughs> Not leaving Andrew Walker Never. just yet. <laughs> we move on to another winter movie called Love on Ice. Starring Andrew Walker and Julie Berman. Former figure skating champion Emily James, now 27 years old and considered a relic in the world of figure skating, gets an improbable shot to reclaim skating glory when a young coach sees greatness in her. Together, they find their love of skating goes far beyond the ice. You belong on that ice. I want to coach you. You're funny. There's obviously something more going on here. There's no place that I'd rather be. Love on ice. Okay, off the bat, um, I've seen Love on Ice twice. There's like a high bar going for me when it comes to figure skating movies, just because of cutting yes! edge. And yeah, I mean, if, if that's pretty high. But then I did watch Love on Ice twice. I'm not saying it's cutting edge, but you know, just good enough for me to cutting... spend two hour, more than two hours of my life watching this. So fine. <laughs> All right. So the what happens here is so she's like a washed up figure skater who's living in her small town. She's like uh, working as a waitress and. He comes in, he's new to town, and he's supposed to coach like this up-and-coming girl. 
and he's ordering at the cafe and then realizes that it's her, like the, the super popular figure skater who's actually serving him. And I love this meet cute because we hardly ever see Andrew Walker as the guy with a crush. And that's what sells this movie to me. He, he's like all starry-eyed. He's a fan. What do you think? Agreed. I, I obviously, my handle is fangirl interrupted. I am a fangirl at heart. And seeing Andrew be all fanboyish over our lead girl, a famous, apparently, figure skater, like, it's just amazing. You're right. This is, like, cutting edge. I, you know, not quite, but, like, our entry into it. And so I just... Andrew, again, better hair this time, number one. Yeah. So, and then also a meet cute at a diner, two for two for Andrew. <laughs> but he, he's, he's just like, I love seeing him awestruck and like, oh my gosh, like I'm a fan. It was cute. It was really cute. I like the, I mean, the fact that this was shot in the winter time or maybe it wasn't. Maybe. Anyway, the movie's, the movie's set in winter. I like the casual athleisure vibe going on, you know, with a puffy puffy jackets and the sweaters and all of that yeah it was it was really cute okay the conflict here is there's a lot of conflict uh-huh. here there are a lot of villains in this movie <laughs> just because we have we have the young kids training and then we have the, the stage mom oh, right and then we have like competitive coach who comes in and there's just a lot of shuffling going on and they did it they, they weren't shy about making the villains villains because, like, I really hated them. Like, if, if they were pushing for conflict, they pushed all the way <laughs> here, which I suppose is understandable because it is a sports movie and most sports movies are all about competition. So, okay, fine. I accept. No, I agree. It's rare for Hallmark to not wish-washy on the villain. The villain is always humanized. Sleazy, but then like, oh, but it's okay. He's busy at work. Evil, but no, actually, she has a soft heart. No, here, coach was just evil. Like, other coach was just like evil, evil, nasty. And mom was just really annoying. I, I appreciate that conflict point. Like, they were trying up the game with the conflict. Yeah, also, I don't know about you, but technically he coached her, right? And yeah, and, and I don't know. Like, is it ethical to kind of like <laughs> fall for your? I don't think so. Coach? But he was. Think about it this way: he was a fan. I know. I know. So, <laughs> Would you have given that opportunity? No. See, this movie actually sparks debate. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. Like, if Andrew Walker was my coach, I would be hitting on him. But I think it was just more of like, wait, 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 hold on a second. Like, it's good they were like the same. Like age contemporary because that would have been weirder but yeah there was conflict. there was really a lot there was a lot of shuffling <laughs> going on in this thing but i don't know if that's what happens in the real world like he just couldn't help himself like he he was coaching this girl and then suddenly no no i want to coach you too and you both enter the same competition what? that was nuts it was so much <laughs> yeah. it was so much but but i mean in the middle of all this conflict i feel it was one of I am um, one of the best buildups mm. to an almost kiss because there were a lot of you know missed opportunities like leading you up to the point where oh my god when are they just gonna go for it right so um, there's like I love I love I love moments when the two leads are like sitting next to each other and like brushing up <laughs> with each other but you know that it's not gonna happen yet but you know that okay there's like physical physical action 
going on and like there's like one scene where she she can't open the door i think right yes, and then he sweep he swoops in and they're like oh my god is it gonna happen no it didn't so you're just like constantly like waiting for the next thing to happen no that's literally the one i called out so number one i don't know i was watching this in the middle of a freaking heat wave here in singapore it was nice to see all that winter but her house is somehow on street like her door is by the street and it was super snowy all the time she was at that door so it, and it's always at night and like when she was trying like the door is stuck like to me that really like got to me because like it's fucking cold it looks cold and he's there like just like oh let me help you and he got it and their faces were so close and i'm like just do it just kiss her but no he didn't so i guess some ethics there <laughs> But I appreciated it. I appreciated the moment. So there. You know that he wanted He wanted to. to. That's what's important. Exactly. Yeah. Moving on to chemistry. I mean, I did bring it up a while ago. In all caps, Andrew Walker has a crush. And it's just adorable that he's starstruck. I love that she's more famous than him. And he's kind of the underdog. And he's a coach, but he can't skate, really. And I think that that's really cute. I like how she... I think she offsets his on-screen presence oh, yeah. really well. I literally wrote, girl is meh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to the girl. <laughs> Sorry to this girl. No, but I think that's what helps, right? Because you kind of, in the same way, Bella Swan and all that, you kind of project yourself onto these blank exactly. pages. And so I've <laughs> always wanted to be a figure skater. <laughs> to the cutting edge for that. Uh, but Andrew carries this, like... Andrew just sweeps the floor, does a triple axel <laughs> into my heart, and yeah, I, I really like him. For me, so overall, Love on Ice is like a classic TV movie in a, in, in <laughs> is a good a, way. Is that like, a backhanded I, compliment? <laughs> I, like, I can imagine, like, you know, being in high school and then going home and then I'm going to turn the TV on and oh, I'm going to catch the after school special and this is it. And, and then I'd be obsessed because of Andrew Walker. So yeah, I know nothing about skating, so I'm I'm super impressed. Also, one thing about this, I feel like a lot of the budget probably went to the skating doubles because they yes. did like, perform a couple <laughs> of stunts, <laughs> which were obviously not oh, the yeah. actors. <laughs> Do you not? Yeah. Did you not get on the train of like Winter Olympics when Virtue Moa were? Like the Canadian. No. Co- okay, girl. Another homework. No, I for know you. nothing about skating. <laughs> oh my god, the Shibutani like siblings. Okay, that one's not sexual because no. they're siblings. Maya and Alex. Okay, okay, girl. Another homework. So two things. I now. mean, I. Yeah. I had friends who were like super into that, but I was like, okay, I was no? like paying attention, but but not. <laughs> Tessa Virtue and Scott Moore, the Canadian mm-hmm. super couple. Okay, I will send you links for you to just watch because it's like it's like Sex on Ice. It's amazing. It's I, I can't believe I just mm-hmm. said that, but it's true. So Love on Ice, really enjoyed it way more than I thought I would, considering Girl was. Eh. She had to be. She had, she to, had be. to be. She had to be. <laughs> All right. When we're back, two more. I mean, I guess into our second half. Uh, We'll take a break and uh, be back with two more of our next sports movies. And we're back. Thanks for hanging in there, guys. Uh, We've got two more movies coming up. And, you know, I mean, it just keeps getting better and better. So our fourth movie for this episode is called Love on the Sidelines. And this time, it's a football-themed movie. I'll, I'll be real. When I saw the poster of this, I was like, nope, I'm not watching this. Why? They, I don't know who took this photo, but they did not make the stars look very 
enticing. Let's just put it that way. It stars Emily Kinney. So I think I think I've seen her in Walking Dead, right? I think that's where I've seen her. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah and she was in Walking and Dead. And Jean Reardon, who I don't think I've seen anywhere except probably Hallmark movies. I'm not sure. But again, two unfamiliar faces in the Hallmark universe. But there's a plot twist here, so hang in there, guys. So the plot goes like this. Laurel is a struggling fashion designer who finds herself with a job as a personal assistant for Danny, a quarterback sidelined with an injury. Laurel knows nothing about football, and Danny hasn't ever had a female assistant. It's time to try something new. I'm your new personal assistant. Like a new job. Do you know anything about football? Let's just say I'm learning. Face mask! Face mask! A new romance. You wouldn't have even considered dating an athlete before. People aren't always who you think they are. I am crazy in love with you. Love on the sidelines. So obviously this is already a opposites attract kind of trope. He's this like brash football player who happens to be like having an injury. So he's on the sidelines and thus the movie title Love on the Sidelines. And she's this go-getter assistant. So she is so earnest. I think that's how I would put Laurel or Emily Kinney's character. She's just so like eager to like make it that you're rooting for her. So I, I like that they show, they establish that she has other interests like fashion and that she's just desperate because she said like money is important, like to live. So to force her into a corner to doing an assistant job just to prove and, you know, to earn money. I, I really, I liked it. And when they kind of like sprung it on each other that like, here is your assistant, she is female. And she's like, you know, she was just like shocked that this guy was so chauvinist and just like unwilling to compromise. I like that they established some sort of tension there already in their first meeting alone. I liked it. I think it took me a while to get used to them because again, never really seen these characters on a Hallmark film before. So there was no expectations, but they delivered. They delivered it, sure it is. I like the, like she was a fashion designer with no job and like this pro football player. So there is that, there is that imbalance, I guess, in the, in the power, the power dynamic is, is really off here. The thing I would note though, is like for a fashion designer, she wasn't like, she wasn't like creating pretty, <laughs> pretty things. And that's the conflict. <laughs> She's not talented. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So the, like, let's just skip ahead to the wardrobe because again, they said she's interested in fashion, but she would make these like, like the kits, the football jerseys, she would like female them up, which I also was offended by because like, why can't you just wear the normal? Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, it just wasn't best, which, which kind of made me conflicted about the conflict because you know what? Maybe stick to your day job of being an assistant, but... Because <laughs> you're, you're great, you're at, great it. at that one. You're great at that one. And of course, we have the classic conflict trope of he doesn't want an assistant, but like, and she doesn't want this job, but she needs it. So it they they did sell it well about and how they kind of went about getting used to each other, realizing each other's strengths. She's helpful. He's actually a softie, blah, 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 blah. So I think they, like, it was a pretty straightforward conflict. There were some deviations here and there, but not not too jarring to be annoying so pretty simple for me i agree the conflict was it was good he's a competitive person right he's like a chauvinist whatever football player he's like really brash and all of that and she's like a softie but she ends up showing her competitive side and that she really wanted to do a good yeah. job so i feel that was nice what didn't sell this movie for me was the meet cute i mean i i felt like 
I mean, I guess it was in the plot that, you know, it's a given that they're gonna be, like, at odds. But then, I don't know, I, I felt like there, was, there wasn't a lot of chemistry in the beginning. And I get it. I get that they were supposed to, like, not like each other, but I was still hoping for some, like, flirtation. Like, some, like, yeah. you know... Tension. And here to just like plain hatred or at least ambivalence yep. to each other. So I just was like, all right. And I think also because again, I'll, I'll chalk it up to us not being used to these actors. So I think it was just more of like, okay, I don't know your style yet. I don't know whether I will like you. And so I think I was also kind of feeling them out. So it was a meet cute with me. And I don't know if we have chemistry as an actor and yeah. fan. So <laughs> there was that base to establish. But anyway. If the meet cute did not sell me, the almost kisses did though. Because this yes. movie worked its way into my heart. I was so ambivalent in the start, but by the time we get to like the crux of the film and all the like I think the one the one almost kiss I'm gonna call out, and there were a lot, is that she had this moment where she had grease on her face and like Yep, I wrote that like, down. <laughs> and I think because Emily Kinney looks like a baby. You don't expect there to be sizzle, but when they work towards it, it's like, damn, girl, see, you got it in you. I liked it. I really, I was just like, at first I wasn't paying attention to the film, and then suddenly I'm just like, I'm all in. Like, bring me, tell me more, tell me more. And I was, I was good. It was a good buildup. My notes here was like, OMG, <laughs> the kiss I did not expect. <laughs> no one expected it. <laughs> yeah. I, I love how when... It's, it's like pretty plain plain to see that there's something going on. You know, obviously there's something more here than, you know, just coach and a, whatever. <laughs> that was really cute. And the holding hands too. I, the whole, I love them. I, I, love, I, love, I love the tenderness of like the holding hands. And, and when, when, when he announced that he could then go back to like he's, he's all good and all clear. And they kind of like jump into each other because like, oh, there's that chemistry now. And there's that comfort now. And then the, the, the jump back, because you're like, oh, wait, what are we doing? They caught themselves, but you know that they wanted to just give in. And just yeah. a shout out here too, which leads me to their chemistry, because it really just, I think it melded together. Like they really built on it slowly. It was a slow burn, but I appreciated it because we have this side conflict, which works with the chemistry of, again, the actor from Frozen in Love is also the teammate <laughs> here. And there was this slight conflict where in our lead guy, Daniel, thought that his teammate was falling for his assistant, Laurel, when in fact it was falling for his sister. So again, it's all over the place. But there was that jealousy and there was that, like, yeah. I, I liked it because then it kind of upped the game of their chemistry of like, oh, he he likes her, but he's too afraid to tell her. And then now he's jealous of the other guy. And I was just blown away because by that by that time already, I didn't think I would see two people that I didn't care about them in the start. And then now I'm just like, I'm in. Invite me to your wedding. Like, tell me everything. <laughs> what helps What helps with chemistry for me is having um, these authentic conversations, <laughs> which I feel says a lot about me as a person. Too. I love authentic conversations where, you know, you don't expect, obviously, I mean, she's employed by him and all of that. But of course, they're getting to know each other. And then suddenly, this guy who's super brash and, you know, kind of a pig, suddenly has, has these moments of him opening up to someone. He just switches off. And yeah, I, I love I love stuff like that. 
No, I, I can't blame you. They have the whole side plot of like the parents, like anniversary and how it's like a, and the sister and the teammates. So like, I, I, I was kind of here or there and then her friend's wedding. So there was a lot, there was a lot going on in this movie. And yet I was somehow hooked by their chemistry and the way they interacted with each other. So I'm shocked. I'm fairly shocked at how much I enjoyed this movie. Like I rated it um. higher. <laughs> On on that on that um theme, <laughs> there's a lot going on, right? I would just like to point out that he did have a girlfriend at the beginning of this movie, and like she like super sucked. You know? <laughs> she's a and and for a Hallmark movie, this is kind of raunchy in the beginning because like she is like all over him, like like wanting to make out and everything. <laughs> like what <laughs> what's happening? And I'm sorry, okay. It's like she's a very attractive person, but then she was not a model. Yeah, she was not. She wasn't. No, she she went to per- <laughs> she's a model. She went on a perfume shoot in Paris for a week. <laughs> Whatever. Wait, yeah, no. <laughs> but I mean, she she didn't have to be that way yeah. for us to kind of to, to root for our our lead our lead girl. Yeah, I think they just really had the offset, like how sweet and unassuming she yeah. is versus like, oh, and that's what he falls for, whatevs. But yeah, I mean, it's Hallmark. Yeah. Always surprises you though, sometimes. Overall, like Chingai, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Above average. Yeah. Way more. Yeah. This just goes to show that you gotta give others a chance. That's true. <laughs> give others a chance, except for the photographer that took the poster for this because... Again, these two people are actually really good looking together. That is a horrible poster. At least, I, if that's what made yeah. the cut, I'd hate to see the others. But yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. I guess, Chingai, you want to lead us to our final movie? And this is... Okay. Are we saying this is the movie to recommend? <laughs> Hold on to your skis, guys. Get ready for our final movie. Okay. For our final movie, we head up to Colorado to a ski resort with Katrina Bowden. And another name I can't pronounce, Thomas Baudouin, right? Love on the Slope takes us to NYC-based editor Alex, who is sent to an extreme sports outpost to write a story. At first, she fails at everything, much to the chagrin of Cole, an extreme sports enthusiast who thinks this city girl should head back to New York. You and the world of extreme sports? I finally get to step outside of my comfort zone. A new writer looking for an extreme story. If you really want to write about conquering your fears, you're going to have to take the leap. Ends up finding herself. Hey, you're scared! <laughs> you have literally changed my life. We're just getting started. Love on the Slopes. <gasps> Saturday okay, January where do we begin? With Love on the Slopes. <laughs> We begin at the bottom of the mountain. Let's begin there. Right, base let's, just, base camp. let's just set it up. Okay, I love the jobs. I mean, the premise of this, because, I mean, I guess, because she works for Around the World magazine. <laughs> and, you know, we did both work in the publishing world. So there's that. She's a copy editor who wants to be a travel writer. And he, in turn, is a wilderness photographer who loves capturing moments in time. So he's like this like super famous wilderness photographer who's kind of evasive and doesn't like he's all over the place, but then he's also not all over the place and yeah. So she she gets him as a guide, yeah, as she does her story in Colorado. I love how like they just sent her, like, I wanna do this story. Okay, go there to the ski resort. Here's here's your budget. Exactly. Unrealistic. <laughs> doesn't happen. <laughs> anyway. 
Okay, so they meet while she and her very Cameron Diaz in the holiday outfit is walking up the mountain with her luggage and, and you know, dragging it along and it's snowing and she's in heels. He offers her a ride and, you know, says, oh, good luck with the bears. And the, so they, they run into each other on the road and then suddenly she runs into him at the ski resort and finds out that, oh my God, he's the guy that she's, you know, she's going after and i think it just helps i mean the meat cute was average to me but what helps is that they're so attractive <laughs> i just like i, I just want to look at them all day she she's she plays suri in 30 rock yes. and he, to me he looks kind of like a clark kent henry cavill superman kind of guy i love it so much the meat cute was okay but then they're so attractive that i just I just want more. <laughs> I agree. They're so attractive. I think I messaged you when I started because, again, bad poster, poor representation of what a good-looking couple this is. Honestly. I was just like, damn, his eyes, this girl, she's just like bone structure beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, this movie reminded me of two other Hallmark movies, Pearl and Paradise, wherein Travel Rider, blah, blah, blah. But it also reminded me of Just My Type with uh, Brett something and... Bethany Joy Lens because it's the travel writer with the recluse, blah, blah, blah. So it, it kind of reminded me of those things and lots of it, but really good looking people in the snow. Honestly, the stalking on the side of the road was cute. I, I'm in. They, they, were, they were cute enough for me. Like, they're just so pretty that I'm like, sure, you can do whatever. You're, you're hot. Which is like how the world works. Yeah. <laughs> 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 A lot to think about. That. Okay. So the conflict here, it's pretty straightforward. She gets this job. She wins first-class tickets to anywhere in the world. But then she's also this klutz who's working undercover to write about him. And then, you know, she has to try all these extreme sports. And he's a sports guy, right? What relieved me with this plot line was that she didn't have to be undercover the entire time. Because cause like that, those kinds of movies kind of like never been kissed and all of that, they kind of bother me because like she's lying the mm-hmm. whole time. At least here, they kind of resolve that in the middle yeah. and that leaves room for more, yep. more things to happen. I think it's great. <laughs> I was in. Yeah. Because they're so pretty. They're, again, yeah. I think the theme of this is, wow, pretty people can really just do anything. So it was like, you're right. It's the to write or not to write about him, which reminded me of Pearl, of Pearl in Paradise and all that. Uh, and also just my type where and he didn't want to write, uh, he didn't want her to write about him and so that, so on. But I think it was, it was pretty straightforward. There weren't too many like, and, and we, we all know, as you've heard in the past four movies now, that Hallmark just loves to throw in 10 million other plot lines. So I thought that it was a nice, simple plot line with pretty people, which is always a solid equation for, for Hallmark. This conversation is making me want to watch this movie again. I think I will after Today. this. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> and go. <laughs> For the almost kiss, like I was like, okay, I give it a five out of five. Because the buildup was so great. Because because it is a sports movie, there's so much close contact. Yeah. Because he's a guide and she's a klutz, right? So you 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 get so you get so ramped up by all the close contact and all the touching and Obviously, it's a winter movie it's in a ski resort. There's always going to be a hot chocolate <laughs> moment. <laughs> and with every hot chocolate moment comes some hot chocolate staring mm-hmm. into each other's eyes. And his eyes are the his best. His eyes are the so, best. So, yes! <laughs> and they do have that uh, moment in the ski lift also, taking a selfie, which is super cute. 
Love it. No, I concur completely. They have that, uh, the klutz thing, right? So they're walking this like treetop snow thing and it's super narrow and she's so scared. And then she makes it to the end and she kind of like falls into him. And I'm just like, yes, yes, girl, fall into him. I support fall, fall into, into him. him. And then of course, as you know, and I've mentioned 10 million times, the dancing. So there was dancing and the height differential, which isn't too much, but the looking up and the dancing. And I'm like, this never happens. And he's of course somehow good at it, even if like he was like, no, I don't want to dance. Like, it's, ugh. Help me. Help me. Find someone. Please take me out to dance because this is just, and in a non-cheesy way because they just pull it off so well. These people, pretty people almost kissing. Yes, I'm there. I want to watch. watch. In a non-creepy <laughs> way. Creepily <laughs> and the sidelines. <laughs> on the sidelines. On the slopes. On the slopes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you know, she's a klutz and all of that. But I don't think that like, they're pandering to her, you know, being like a klutz about this and like being a quote-unquote girl about this. I like that he's amused by this this part of her personality. And I don't think it's like a quirk. I mean, she's just literally a klutz. But I like how that kind of like catches his attention. And I feel that really helps the chemistry, how, how amused he is by her. Because, you know, he's, he's living this recluse life and suddenly, you know, some. New York City woman <laughs> falls into his lap life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he he really <laughs> Okay, I love how like he catches her googling him and then and then I just like his Superman-esque personality looks whatever uh, again uh, as in the previous movie Love on the Sidelines. I love how the friendship kind of builds up and makes way for all these authentic conversations. PM <laughs> going on. <laughs> yeah, the chemistry is off the charts for me. Yes. Uh, agree 200%. I really, again, I can't stress it enough. And I, I probably have hyped how good looking I think these people are, but they are like fairy tale storybook textbook definitions of like model gorgeous. Like, I think this guy even has like Viking potential. Like, if you grow out, because I'm looking, I'm Googling him now. And if like when he, he has, he has a long hair photo, which I'm not necessarily a fan of, but with the beard and the piercing blue eyes, I feel like, yes, yes, yes. Give me all those close-ups staring into each other's eyes. More scruff. It's winter. Let's cuddle by the fire. Yes, yes, yes. All in. You know what I like also? Like, he's super attractive, but his teeth aren't straight. I always, like, zoom in on people's teeth. I don't know. And and usually, it, it kind of, like, I nitpick on them. But then with this guy, it's like, it's okay. You can have those crooked teeth. Because you're so perfect. Yeah, no, I think that's like that's the point, right? Like it's a it's a quirk. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not actually perfect. Look, yeah. my teeth. So like, yeah, dude, it's fine. <laughs> Everything about you is good. Yeah, I really like. I really enjoyed this one. Was a slow surprise, like surprise. Mm-hmm. I love the movie. Also, how it's like day one, day two. You know, it because she's spending a week in in the ski resort, and I, I like how it's it's broken up that way. It, it kind of makes it snappy, and you know, it just helps you track the progress of their of their love story i mean it's isang linggong pag-ibig but <laughs> neither mm-hmm. here nor there i think just like mm-hmm. to call out and the her boyfriend the the, the rich dude was just me like mm-hmm. i i couldn't yeah i'm um, please like please we didn't need that we didn't need that plot however I like Colorado. Like, their use of Colorado was quite nice. It, I, I've always wanted to visit. I'm not really big on snow because I, I I get too cold. But it looks really nice and, like, enjoyable, even for non-sports people. And that I still prefer Love on Iceland's uh, outfits. 
And I think it's also, it, it doesn't help, it, does, it doesn't hurt that they're in Iceland, but this one comes as a close second. I thought they all looked very good. It was really appealing because it was so muggy. Mm. At the time I watched this, it was so humid and, and it just made me want to, you know, dive into that <laughs> resort. And just to counter the, like, the ill boyfriend, I actually like the boss. Yeah. Here. Which, I mean, he's like not uh, like a huge part of the cast, but... I mean, they don't always get bosses right. And I feel like they got this one right. And so he just adds more to this like already like perfect and perfect looking movie. <laughs> Overall, clearly. My top for sports. Completely agree. I concur. If we were judges, perfect 10. I don't know if it's a perfect 10, but it definitely wins. And so guys, if you are looking for a sports meets snow movie, given the uh, wonderful weather we're experiencing, highly recommend Love on the Slopes uh, with Katrina Bowden and Thomas Bowden. When we're back, f- Mary Kill. And we're back to our final segment of the show, of the episode. Uh, we have f- Mary Kill, where, of course, like the game, we choose uh, which of these uh, Hallmark hunks or the characters in the movie we both want to fuck, marry, and kill. So it's pretty straightforward. I don't know if you've never heard this game. I don't know where you've been, but just a little explainer. So to start it off, obviously, uh, I'll kick it off with fuck. Oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> are, you, are you ready? This came to me as a shock. Because I was like, yeah, yeah, I would. I think it was the uh, surprising appeal of Niall Mato. He never appeals to me. (laughs) (laughs) He never appeals to me, okay? This guy, I'm just like, I never, and yet now I'm like, I mean, sure, (laughs) why not? I really thought his character was like funny and cocky. And, you know, he knew how to use a hockey stick. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Yeah, sir. He does have a hockey stick. So, uh, you know, you know what they say about guys who are good with their hockey sticks. I don't know. But yeah, surprisingly, it's Niall Matter's character from Frozen in Love. Mine what about you, Chingai? It's going to come as no surprise. It, of course, of, of <laughs> course, it's going to be Andrew Walker. But since we do have two Andrew Which Walker one? movies. <laughs> okay. Well, I would go for perfect catch baseball, Andrew Walker. Just because... He's like famous, so I in my head I'm like justifying, <laughs> justifying this. It sounds so bad. I would do him because he's famous, but like I don't know, he would be like part of my free five if my free five mm. were only relegated to the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I'd want a pro baseball player up there, even with a hair. Right. <laughs> even with even a with hair. hair. Wow. Hey, 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 you never yeah. know. It'll get messed yeah. up anyway. Okay, so from fuck, we move on to marry. And I don't think it's going to be a surprise, but I chose to marry Love on the Slopes guy, Thomas Bodan's character. His eyes just won it for me. I thought that he had the right amount of like extreme sports loving, and I'm not one, so I feel like he'd bring me out of my comfort zone. But also, I, I feel like we could be comfortable together like on a daily basis. So yeah, I would marry him. Also, it doesn't hurt. He looks really we good. Can be so, a, yeah, we could be a throuple because I'd marry him too. <laughs> a Hallmark throuple with... Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna justify this too, my choice. <laughs> because... We don't in have the to, same, yes. in, Along the same lines as Love on Iceland, I just like that he's like a wilderness photographer. It's like, right? And then we, we can Girl, live... Girl, you're two for we, two oh on my, the wilderness yeah, photographer. We can live in the ski resort. And then, like you said, like, he could make me hot chocolate. And that's it. That's our marriage. 
<laughs> That's it. Find you a guy who can uh, make yep. you hot chocolate. Okay, okay. Well, well welcome to the throuple. I, I welcome you. And finally, we have our kill. I'm sorry, but I'm actually killing Andrew Walker mm-hmm. from The Perfect Catch. I, the hair, I couldn't get past it. But also, just like, I don't know, get a hold of yourself, dude. Like, he, he waffled for me a bit too much. But it was a tough decision, I have to say. I don't do this lightly, and I, I can't believe I have chosen an Andrew Walker character to kill. But here we are, you know? This is the world we're living in now, so... Yeah, you know, sorry, I think Andrew. that's why he'd be my fuck. Because he was such a waffler. There you go. And, like, and like just <laughs> getting him in that would, would mean, like, I won. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh! Power. Anyway. Like okay. Okay, I would, I would kill would Frozen kill? in Love Guy. <laughs> yeah, we killed that's each other's right. fuck. <laughs> we can kill them after. After the fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for being considerate. I don't know, yeah. because he was just like a kind of a brat. I, I think he was such a complainer. And I think yeah. that's why. I think that's why I also fucked him. Just to get it out of him, you know? Just get it out. <laughs> this is very interesting insight. This is why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> Has this happened twice now? Where we kill each other's Has fuck? It? I think so. I think for travel, we also killed each other's but fuck. But is this know, the first throuple? <laughs> This is the first novel, I think. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> oh, man. Niall matter. You love him or hate him, you know? So clearly, that's, that's a polarizing character right there. Anyway, uh, any other thoughts, Chingai, to wrap up this I mean, episode? I give sports a chance. <laughs> if you're not a sports person like me. I mean, okay, the only sports I really like, would watch would be football, as in soccer. And obviously Hallmark's not gonna do that. So yeah, give these like That's yeah, a shame. give these sports a chance. Cause I mean the after the disappointment of the travel um the travel movies, this one really saved the day. It did. You just never know. Yeah. Thanks thanks Shanghai for uh indulging me again this time and and thanks to everyone for listening if you're not following us on twitter please do uh, we post all the other movies we actually do watch that don't make it to the episodes so follow us at make it hallmark uh we expect a lot of gifs and fanishness on other shows and please please tell us like other hallmark movies you want us to watch review uh, and include in the episode and we, we'd love to hear from also, you also not to uh, not yes. to raise expectations but <laughs> Watch out for the next episode because it's gonna be fun. Ooh, uh, hint, hint. I like it. A yeah. little teaser there. Hint, hint. A lot of fun. We'll see. Thanks, All everyone. All right. Thanks, Chengai. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Bye. We'll see you next time.